welcome to the Anti-Fascist Hour-ish podcast. I'm your host, Original Sin. And in this podcast, we will be discussing what does it mean to be an anti-fascist here in the United States of America and beyond. So without further ado, let's jump the fuck into it, shall we? In this inaugural episode, I thought it would be very apropos to ask the simple question, what is fascism? How can we be anti-something if we don't know what that something is? So according to Wikipedia, this is the definition of fascism. Fascism is a far-right, authoritarian, ultra-nationalistic political ideology and movement characterized by a dictator, centralized autocracy, militarism, forcible suppression of opposition, belief in a natural social hierarchy, subordination of individual interests for the perceived good of the nation and race, and strong regimentation of society and the economy. With that being said, I also am going to read you Wikipedia's definition of anti-fascism. Anti-fascism is a political movement in opposition to fascist ideologies, groups, and individuals. Due to the fact that my brain is an inquisitive fucker, I need to now ask this. What does fascism even look like here in the United States of America? Do we even have a history of fascism here in the United States of America? And to answer the second question first, the simple answer, yes. We have a very long history of fascism here in America. In fact, the version of fascism that Adolf Hitler made so popular in the Third Reich was inspired by how we here in the United States almost eradicated the indigenous peoples of this country and our treatment of African-Americans in this country. He was inspired by us. Plus, we have some pretty famous people that supported the American Nazi Party and the Third Reich from time to time. Henry Ford, Walt Disney, to name a few. And to answer the question, what does fascism even look like in America? It does not have a simple answer. It is its own unique beast. Fascism in the United States of America has quickly evolved over the last five to 10 years. And there's two mitigating factors that I believe, in my humble opinion, which I respect, that contribute to why fascism is its own unique thing here in the U.S. One, the election of Barack Obama. Then the re-election of Barack Obama. You have puckering assholes from white communities that are absolutely driven to madness and craziness having a man of color be their president, be the one in charge over them. So you have groups like the Aryan Front. You have groups like the Oath Keepers who popped up in Texas with One-Eyed Willie. You have your neo-Nazi skinheads, right? Who have been in this country for years. But the second mitigating factor I truly believe is the because of the leadership of Donald J. Trump. Somehow, this man was able to 
unite warring factions against one another of the far right under one banner, make America great again, and open up the borders to fascism in the United States to certain select people of color and certain select people of the LGBTQAI community, which happen to be usually white males. To me, that makes fascism in America more dangerous than it ever has been before. Fascism in the United States, plainly put, is no longer for the good old white boys anymore. It's for women, it's for some people of color, it's for some in the LGBTQAI community. And why is that? Why, why has this even happened? Because we allowed it to happen. We didn't give a fuck when we should have about women's rights. We didn't give a fuck when we should have about LGBTQAI rights. Nor have we given a fuck about the people of color in this country, the BIPOC people of this country, and last but certainly not least, we have not given a fuck about the indigenous peoples of this country. That's how fascism spreads. Because people like Donald J. Trump and Ron DeSantis are chicken hawks, they will use anything they can for their game. Women, such as Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, people of color, Herschel Walker. They will do anything that they can to gain power. And unless we begin to stand up, like some of us have, some of us have been doing this for a long time. Some of us are fairly new to it. But we're still standing up against fascism in America. Because if we don't stand up, fascism will completely rule America, the United States of America, excuse me. Like it's always wanted to since its inception. And that simply is not acceptable to me and many others in this country. And on that note, Antifa is shorthand for anti-fascist. We're not a group. We're not a terrorist organization as much as the far right would like to say that we are. Fuck, we are the ones that actually fight against domestic terrorism. We are not simply privileged, angry white leftists like myself. We are people of color. We are biracial people of color. We are queer as fuck. We are indigenous. We are immigrants. We are refugees. We are the real, we the people. Truth be told, the only motherfuckers we actually terrorize are goddamn fascists. No matter what fake, I mean, Fox fucking news likes to spew out on an hourly basis about us. And by us, I mean fellow anti-fascists. We want the motherfuckers rioting on January 6th trying to take over the Capitol and hang Mike Pence. That was the Patriot Front. That was the Oath Keepers. That was the Proud Boys. That was the QAnon Nutter Butters. But because they're fucking cowards and never like to take responsibility for their actions, they decide to point the finger at us. 
And the lie is helped perpetuated by bougie fascists like Elon Musk. Elon is a billionaire fascist who was born and raised until the age of 17 in the apartheid South Africa, the capital of the apartheid South Africa, I may add. Because he owns Twitter, he helps perpetuate the lie that we are the actual problem in this country. Not realizing the true cancer of the United States of America looks back at him in his reflection every fucking morning. Anti-fascists are not the problem in this country. Anti-fascists are the ones who stand up to motherfuckers like Elon Musk, who stand up to motherfuckers like the Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, the Patriot Front, the QAnoners, the everyday white racist. We are the ones who stand and say, this is not fucking acceptable anymore. I digress. So you're asking, how do we stand up? What can we do as anti-fascists in the United States? Simple things that we can do. We can start talking to one another. We can start networking with one another. We can start coordinating our efforts like the far-right fascists in this country have done. They're bloody fucking organized. And they know it. We're not. That's just the brutal truth. We're not. We're not network. We are not talking to one another. We want to live in our own turfs because that's right. That's the history of anti-fascism worldwide is, is that out of necessity, we've never talked with one another because it came to sometimes life or death. I think those times have got to evolve for anti-fascists as it has for the actual fascists, at least here in the United States. We need to fucking network. We need to organize. We need to be a standing force against fascism. And that can be look very different. That's what the purpose of this podcast is, is to talk about how different ways we can stand up. Some of us can do it by protesting. Some of us are homebound and can do it virtually. Some of us can be an actual 2A security force for people of the margins if it's needed. Which, by the way, it has been asked of by many in the LGBTQIA community that anti-fascists start being armed security at their events because they're tired of them getting shot the fuck up. I'm tired of them getting shot the fuck up. And with its cheerleaders of their rah-rah verbal masturbation, with people like Alex Jones, Roger Stone, Christian nationalists like General Michael Flynn, Jeannie Thomas. The tentacles of fascism in the United States will only continue to fester and grow and deepen. And again, in my humble opinion, which I respect, this is the reason why we have to have anti-fascist our podcast is to reveal some of these key players and find out how can we as anti-fascists in America, whether you're 
old to it like I am or new to it because of January 6th or new to it because of George Floyd's murder or new to it because people like Ron DeSantis who rules the fascist states of America as I like to call Florida and the surrounding region. Side note, I will say, I think Ron DeSantis is way more dangerous than Donald J. Trump ever thought about being. It's because he's a true fucking believer. But as we expose these people, as we expose who they are, what to look for, we, as people of this country, have to stand up and become anti-fascists have to stand up and say, we are not taking this anymore. Your authoritarian, your military exuberance cannot go unchallenged. And it's not like anti-fascists haven't been stepping up here in the United States over the years. There are. There are sharp crews, skinheads against racial prejudice, which I personally am a sharp. There are the redneck revolution, there are the Black Panthers. There are multiple different the Jewish Defense League. There are just as much history of standing up against fascism that there is for fascism here in the United States. So what do we do? How do we even go about putting our arms around this beast? How do we even tame that beast? The loads of disinformation that has been brought out, how do we sift through that? We do it by having real conversations. We do it by actually talking and recognizing the fact that there is a fascist problem here in the United States of America, and it no longer pertains to only white men. And I will leave you with this last barrage of questions at least for this episode. If you are interested in being an anti-fascist or already an anti-fascist in America, will you be willing to stand up against fascists here with me? Will you be willing to dialogue? Will you be even willing to possibly network and organize? Because if we don't, fascism in the United States will prevail. And if you're new to anti-fascism here in America and you want somewhere to plug in, I invite you to look up the Black Rose, which I am also a part of. It's a grassroots network that wants to organize and network other anti-fascists in the United States so we can properly stand up in various different ways to fascism here in the U.S. And last but not least... Let us remember this. Let us tread where there is fascism. Thank you for joining this podcast. And until next time, I'm your host, Original Sin.